0: This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun. We might actually learn something along the way. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. And this is our show. Ian. Hi, Dave. Hey, buddy. How's it going? It's going well. It's going well. Ian, we have a guest today. We do have a guest. I'm very excited about it. Uh, Steph Schrader from Jalopnik is here. Hey, Steph. Hello. Um. So... Tell the ladies and gentlemen, I guess, just a little bit about yourself. Uh, you're a writer for Jalopnik and uh, a Porsche enthusiast and a racing enthusiast, right?
1: That's basically it. Um, I do a lot of the motorsport coverage for Jalopnik. So if you've ever seen the sublog Black Flag, that's kind of my baby. Um, I race a Porsche 944 in like, lemons and chump car type races. And I collect puff lumps are stuffed animals from the 80s.
2: Oh right on. Okay. <laughs> uh, have you been asked to do any puff lump specific podcasts?
1: <laughs> you know, I, I wish those existed. Because <laughs> I have so many questions for the people that like came up with this. I found the one of the the ladies that kind of started sketching lumpy animals and it eventually was picked up as a concept by Fisher Price and they made it into a toy. So But I I haven't had a chance to, like, email her back yet. I I feel really bad. I just, I have so many questions.
2: Well, good news. We have her on the line. (laughs) Surprise!
1: Surprise!
2: (laughs)
0: yeah no so that's not that's not not what's happening I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm
2: sorry (laughs) I mean it it kind like the the oddity of Pufflums kind of make me think of just how odd like older video games are you know like yeah you're this weird it's this weird lumpy animal like Pac-Man you're this yellow disc that eats ghosts so I'm sorry
0: are they the the ones that are uh, like mashups of other animals or am I mixing that up with another 80s type That's of stuffed animal
1: definitely another 80s toy um because
0: i had those
1: puffle lumps are the ones made of parachute material they're they're
0: oh, often, they right.
2: like okay.
1: pastel colors i don't know
2: yeah yeah it look. uh some of them uh, google images has shown me some of them look like easter bunnies that are uh a little like they might have some demons to work through <laughs> no (laughs) (laughs) oh you know what i would love to talk about uh this dovetails nicely into the automotive world Are, are you aware of or do you have a superstition about a stuffed animal in a race car or anything like that
1: um not really i i have a big vinyl of the bunny on the roof of the race car okay um I I've never rolled a car that has a bunny on their roof, so I, I ah. think everybody should add a Puffalump Bunny to their roof.
0: Have uh-huh. you Have you rolled a car that doesn't have one?
1: Yes. Oh, a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about that. Yeah.
1: Um. So I didn't really roll it. I. It, it's a bit more accurate to say I got put on my roof. Okay. Uh, died in a very bad spot at barber earlier this year and got nailed by a couple of other cars that just it's in this kind of tricky hard to see spot and they rammed into the back of it it was first a miata hit it and and then a porsche 944 (laughs) not a 944
2: i know your brethren yeah i
1: know my people um and then a night oh and even worse it was like a sunburst yellow miata too it was like one of the rare colors underneath its theme Aww. and so I feel really I took it two really cool cars so anyway um Porsche hits the miata basically drive drives the front end of the miata it's really ugly um, under the back end of I was in a nash yeah yeah this is this is bad accident um yeah and so big car, it's, it's shaped like a giant sausage. It rolls on its <laughs> roof. I'm, you know, screaming at it just like, no, because I'm like, if it rolls all the way over, then lemons boots you out for no good reason, even if you don't put yourself there. The wording says, you know, if you put yourself on your roof.
2: Oh, really? But, okay.
1: But that's BS because they consider everybody at fault. So it doesn't matter who puts you there. If you end up on your roof, you're toast. Oh, which i wow. think is a garbage rule for obvious reasons um so i can't do lemons for the rest of the year
2: <laughs> oh bummer okay <laughs> oh
1: thanks to a very garbage rule that solves nothing
2: and and that's per driver or per team or per car per driver oh okay it, all right it, it,
1: it, and it's only me that gets the ban so like none yeah. of the two other dudes which you know that i don't know Like, I don't want to see three people out for a whole year, but it seems very dumb when three people are in a collision. Only one, only the really unlucky one that ends up on their roof gets, you know, the super hard penalty, no matter what their role was.
0: Especially the one that was stationary at the time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Black thing. I don't know. Big, Hard to see black thing, apparently. I don't know.
0: Yeah. You know, Um, it's, it's funny. We had, like, we just did a lemons race um, a couple weeks ago and uh, some, something very similar just happened at the same um, uh, at a corner here in, uh, in Colorado. And um, I think it was, you know, we want to get into your concussion article for sure. So it was, it was around the time it was right before your, your concussion article published actually. Yeah. Um, And that was all I was thinking about because I had died uh my the car I was driving died right before a blind crest um oh and right? <laughs> and I almost was like I think I can limp it home we had it turned out it was just a coil that was going out but I didn't yeah. think I could make the hill and mm-hmm. uh so I decided to stop by a flag station and then it turned out like I think it was what maybe an hour later y- yeah um, something
2: like that somebody else had had stalled going up the same hill and got rear-ended
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Just obliterated in much the same way that 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 your accident happened
1: yeah i mean that's that 's always the worst because it 's like you know well if you 're psychic, yes, you will know exactly when the car will die, and you will know right. when to pull it over right if you 're not and you 're in an unfamiliar car and it's it 's kind of you know made you think that yeah it'll it'll get over this last hill and then I can putter into the uh, the pits and you know i'm trying to stay out of everybody's way and you know make it really obvious as to lines i'm taking you know uh, and all this kind of stuff i waited until there was a huge gap to get on the side of the track with the um, pit out right mm-hmm. yeah and and it unexpectedly dies of me and of course wow. the end is like completely brutal about this and like you should have known to pull off da, da, da. and i was like yes i'm i'm so glad you have psychic powers <laughs> But bite me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: I really like what you said. Just right in the opening paragraph of the article, because when that does happen, it's not a question of if you get hit. It's a question of when.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're really, really lucky if you don't get hit in that situation, Um, especially if there's like because it's it's in a section where there's, you know, like a kind of a a turn to the left and a turn to the right that, you know, it's it's kind of like an S curve through there. And then there's this hill. And if you wait to get over at the bottom of the hill, then you're going to get bombarded with oncoming traffic that you can't see where they're, where it's coming from. It's the worst pit lane placement I've ever seen in a racetrack. And, you know, there's no good decision that I could have made besides being psychic and pulling over. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, if I'd have gotten blocked in on the inside, if there'd just been a continuous stream of cars, I might have pulled over, but there was this huge gap, and I was like, all right, I, I can safely limp over, I can see behind me. We'll do this. And um that that didn't end well. It Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> it ended
0: very, very poorly. Well, you know, speaking of like it not ending well and how poorly it, it ended, so y- you have an article you you published an article uh, a couple weeks ago um, on Jalopnik called uh, "What a Race Car Crash Does to Your Brain," and it, you know, every, it, everybody needs to read this. Yeah, every, every, first off, yeah, yeah, everyone who's involved in motorsport or anything really that that has the potential of being impactful, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think there's been so much and you bring this up in the article there's been so much focus on like the professional tier and the top tier athletes having mm-hmm. these these uh, traumatic brain injuries
2: mm-hmm. that
0: um that you know we don't think about the hobbyist uh mm-hmm. being at risk as well so oh, yeah yeah so what do you think um you know people who participate in grassroots motorsports could take from this and and what do you think uh if anything organizers need to start doing uh,
1: I mean, it sounds like a, a crackdown on blowing through flags as an order <laughs> um, from the uh,
2: okay
1: couple incidents uh, described here um, but i I don't know so it's really hard for an organizer to to police this if you're in the, the amateur tier because I I could ask around like a couple of people like you know People I know that are heavily involved with like NASA and, and Lemons and things like that. And there's not really like when you get involved in a big wreck, it's not publicized in the same way as like, you know, Dale Jr. eats the wall. Right. 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 Um, so it's really it's really comes down to self-reporting. And I I don't have an easy solution for that. Cause you're you're basically relying on people to Fess up and get the care that they need. And but if somebody looks funny, like I, well, all right, most people that do, kind of the amateur, I took a beater and want to race it for a few hours are a little funny.
2: Right, right, Right.
1: yeah. Um, but but just not quite there. Yeah, I, I think I think it comes down to if there's been a big impact and it is regardless of whether you end up on your roof at all, like, I don't know to me the the roof ban thing is like banning Doritos because somebody might, I don't know, accidentally. Well,
0: it it does seem
1: because hair barrettes exist or something like they, they don't, there's the, There's no cause or effect there with with big impacts and the potential for injury.
2: Right, yeah.
1: You kind of have to look at each injury separate from the kind of behavioral rules like that. Yeah. I think a lot of groups have a lot of behavioral rules, but don't really have set in stone like, hey, I saw you get whacked pretty hard into a hard wall or something maybe that needs to be next of right. like, you know, okay. So at the amateur level, there's not going to be the same kind of overlap that, you know, Hey, I saw you got messed up on TV. Um, you can't drive here for a very long time.
2: <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so you get Sort yeah.
1: it out. Um, so maybe it's just up to each individual group to say, you're not well, we need you to go get this checked out right now.
2: Yeah. It- um, I do like what you uh what you said in the article about uh just uh visiting with physicians and neurologists and things like that, and uh talking about the assessments that you went through as to uh, the determination of where uh where your brain was at at that time, you know, when you were sitting in front of a physician. Um, I mean, I I'm in the healthcare industry you know, for, oh, for my day cool. job. And so I, you know, um, not a doctor, not a doctor. I'm going to make that very clear. Um, yeah, uh, let's see here. So I think one one thing that could really help, I mean, there's obviously e, uh, EMT and paramedics uh, on on site, and leveraging yeah. leveraging that staff that is, you know, does have professional training to do really? the to do those assessments, like they would say a stroke patient or anything like that, a, a, you know, a potential concussion before that person is cleared back to drive or, you know, or something like that that. I think that, and you know, from what you said, it'd have to be after the adrenaline clears because you feel very lucid at that time, you know. Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, there are typically, you know, medically trained uh, people on on hand you know ready to to help in an emergency i think just that extra tiny little like two percent more you know of engaging with them on scene might help (laughs) but you know in your article you say that it it's up for self-reporting and race drivers are not prone to do that no yeah
1: you know you end up like i ended up with three months until it was medically cleared to even like think about driving on track wow um, it was about, I'd say two, two and a half before rides were okay, because they were concerned about the motion causing motion sickness. Yeah, okay. And, you know, or just, just being too much to process at once. And so, yeah, if if you fess up to this, you're going to be out for two plus months. <laughs> yeah. For a deal.
2: Right. Right. And
1: Nobody likes to think about that, but. You have to do that otherwise it, there's there's more permanent consequences than you really want to think about. Right. Um so yeah, the I, I actually it was it was kind of a mandatory I think I don't think they would have let me walk back into the pits or, you know, attempt to no. No. Uh, I, I ended up with the ambulance ride back in, and you know they did a full once over, but they said here's what you need to look out for. Okay. I was actually, and this is really stupid. Um, so here, here's another kind of word of caution that didn't quite make it into the full edit. Um, I was concerned about because barber barber has fines for damage, right? And so I didn't know if one of us had tapped a guardrail oh, in, okay. in, in the Mali. I didn't know if it was. Um, apparently, it's only if you hit a guardrail and they have to repair and replace, and mm. and that's. I'm still not entirely sure what the fines are for that. I, I I do know it's one of the tracks where it's very pretty and it's very nice, and they like to keep it that way. Okay. So I was I was concerned about cost. I was. I didn't know if I was going to get a bill for the EMT ride. Luckily, that's something Lemons puts the bill for.
2: Oh so wow! Okay, they're
1: paid. They're on hand. Use them. Pick their brains. They're they're there for a reason. Yeah. Um, but I I didn't know if an additional ride to the hospital or any of that was going to be exorbitantly expensive. So that's stupid. Your your brain is a lot more important than. Uh, I, I hate admitting this. Your brain's a lot more important than your pocketbook. Right. Um, yeah. Probably should just take take the ambulance ride. Like, go to the hospital. Uh, if I had done it all over again, I probably would have done that and just gotten a full once-over ride away. But then I had this, like, terrifying flight home. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't handle my stuff. I
0: yeah, was it did you experience like a, a really big delay before you started noticing uh, adverse effects i mean yeah. even in the short term sort of thing
1: yeah in the short term i felt fine like i felt like i could get back in another car
0: yeah
1: oh i, I even like jokingly offered my rental car as like well i can't race anymore I want a pace car I have the sweet mirage right
2: <laughs> sweet the mirage, mirage- yeah.
1: Uh, that, that's the most fun I've ever had with a rental car, <laughs> that Mirage. Because it's, it's like a go kart with, except it's it's road legal, so you can just kind of park it anywhere, cram it anywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we've, it, it we've talked best. about the Mirage before because I had one as a rental as well, and I oh, I described the handling as like it's it's like so bad that it's entertaining again. <laughs> like it's it's the difference between like watching uh, an Adam Sandler movie that's bad and then watching The Room, like where it's so bad, it's it just <laughs> yeah, it, it, mystery science theater caliber. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah,
1: maybe I got a really like fresh example because the
0: Mirage the, hand- sport. Was,
1: the handling of mine was was like a little a little go kart. It, it was a little under as as would be expected, but it I. That thing was on three wheels repeatedly <laughs>
0: throughout the day. Oh yeah, no, mine was so like wallowy and soft that it was just it felt like it was gonna tip over at any moment. So it must have just been ragged on forever or something. Oh yeah. Huh. Uh, but
1: Well, it 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 has some body roll. Yeah. But <laughs> stay on par with like an old Miata kind of body
2: roll. Like okay, not okay.
1: bad. <laughs> I, I'm trying to I've been racing a 944, 44 and I think the shocks are probably done so i really don't have a good gauge of of body roll versus non-body roll (laughs) okay (laughs) but as long as i don't feel like i'm in my dad's explorer like he has one of the mid-90s explorers that yeah yeah that that were it was right before the the big rollover scandal tires popping and you know death and mayhem year of the explorer so that's that's when we got a nice little ford
0: Uh uh-huh
1: it's it's less body roll than that i'm good
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a low bar to clear yeah so less than 45 degrees (laughs) less than proven to be fatal (laughs) then you're good
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) so i not to bring it back to uh scary stuff but the the on the safety thing with when it comes to grassroots stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I was also wondering. Um, your article reminded me of one that another article that came out in February this year. Um, uh, there was a, a a a car that caught fire uh, during a WRL race in uh, oh, at, yeah. at, at Coda. Yeah. That's so
1: I, in know, my backyard. Yeah. Oh, that's after right. I got home too.
0: Yeah. So were you there for that?
1: Um, I showed up the next day. I I didn't feel good for obvious reasons the first day, but I I, you know one of the teams that I'd raced with brought there now I'm 44, um, and they were out there and a a whole bunch of other people I knew because it's it's in my backyard basically. I I live right in Austin, so I figured that's a short enough drive. I'll be okay, dude. I was not okay. That was a (laughs) a drive to to. Deal with with a traumatic brain injury and like probably too much action. That was right before my doctor was like, "Dude, you need to rest." Right.
2: Okay, okay, knock
1: it off. But but I went out there and hung out for a little while, and you know, um, the I didn't see the nine forty four that got fire, but that's really scary.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I I don't know if you read those articles uh, yeah. when they came out, but it it kind of seems like. Um, you know, uh, almost like pointing the finger back at at the people who participate in it, like in the, to the enthusiasts themselves. Like, don't yeah. it, it's almost like we just all need to kind of uh, the analogy that I can think of is because I'm an IT guy. Is like when people develop things and they don't think about security until after they've implemented it. It's, <laughs> it's kind of the same thing with with racing. It seems like at this <laughs> level, where like you have to think about safety. As you're preparing all of these things, as you're doing all of your other preparations and training and everything else that you're doing, you, you really, we all kind of need to put that up in our, on our priority list a little bit higher, it seems. The, the self reliance, oh. yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that, and that's terrifying too, because it's, you know, um, well, I, I know a lot of people that just kind of get like the bare minimum of like, here or, you know, just kind of, uh, my, my roll cage pass. That's good enough without right. like taking a good look around. Like I crawled all over mine and even like there was a spot that I wasn't sure if it penetrated the, the weld all the way around and, and had them like, Hey, can you touch this up? And, you know, sure enough they did and it, it was good, but it's like, I know so many people that just kind of like. I, I meet the minimum standards; it's enough. And no, it, it really isn't, because at the end of the day, like, are you going to be missing, um, you know, a couple hundred extra dollars on maybe nicer gear, or um, you know, making sure your roll cage is is one that's professionally done and is actually going to hold you upside down without capsizing? Right. Or you know, are, would you rather like? get seriously injured permanently changed for life
0: y- yeah no um yeah. no the, an- the answer is have- i want all the fireproof underwear <laughs>
1: yes all the yes. fireproof
0: underwear <laughs> yes nomex on nomex on nomex on <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah
2: yeah absolutely huh yeah i i don't know it um so when ian and i raised uh at Lemons out here at High Plains Raceway in Colorado. Um, I worked uh, pit crew because I'm terrified of driving. And be. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Well, let, let's get into that. Let's uh, let's let's uh, okay. co- let's confront my fears. Um, if you could, <laughs> if we could wrap all of my fears in one thing, and you could talk to me about this while you were in a clown suit, <laughs> and then then we could like <laughs> knock through a whole bunch of stuff at once. <laughs> oh
0: boy. Yeah. yeah um, that's a whole thing. So yeah. let's. Yeah. We only have an hour. Ian, so like
2: any other human, I'm afraid of clowns. I know. Like any other human, should be. Okay. You yeah.
1: don't see why clowns were ever considered fun. They're just Thank like, you! Like, they're not super scary to me, either. They're just oh. not funny.
0: Yeah, I don't spend a whole lot of time... I'm, I'm with you, Steph. I don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about clowns one way or the other. <laughs> like, they <laughs> they could disappear tomorrow, and I'd be like, Oh, okay, no more clowns. Or That's they good. could be everywhere, and I would be like, oh, I guess there's a bunch of clowns now.
2: Okay. Oh, uh, Yeah. yeah. The yeah. o- the older you get the more you realize what kind of person it takes to put on clown makeup. <laughs> <laughs> and that is terrifying. Anyway, let's get let's get back to my fears of driving. Okay. Yeah, yeah, run run me through um uh, you know your comfort level with driving, how it was built up, and um, you know, like uh, give some, give me some advice as as a newcomer to someone who wants to drive but is also afraid and might pee a little bit. And of and
0: you, Dave, you've done you've done driving, you just haven't yes. done wheel to wheel driving. Yes, yeah, I've done track days, autocross, uh, stuff like that. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, so you're better prepared than, I swear, half the people who show up to a Lemons race are.
2: That, um, I don't know if that really helps, though, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that may be an argument against.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you have these series that have very low barriers to entry, and and that's that's great for getting people out involved and in, in interested in motorsports. But on the other hand, I really kind of, I, I really encourage people that run my car, like, I'd rather see you at least have some track days under your belt first. At least, so you, you know, the vernacular, you know, you know what flags are, you know, what, um, just kind of basic, like racing line idea of what's going on on a racetrack. Um, and, and we'll know not to like park yourself in the middle of the track, like the whole lap or, sure Sure. um, you know, Will be like I have no idea what this um, yellow flag means, or things like that. Um, So uh, you got that part down. Yeah. Honestly, some of the tractor guys. Well, so. For one, if if you're racing, you're in a lot more gear probably than unless you went out and bought like a full race car and, you know, all the like Nomex and
2: whatever. Oh, no, no, I do track days in a 1997 Saab. So, yeah. And, and, you know, shorts. So, yeah, I I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So,
1: instead of kind of being this street track compromise of like, I can drive this home, but... You know, if I roll on my lid, it's probably not going to be as, as strong as a roll cage. Or if I get, you know, T-boned or whatever, it's probably going to look a little more banana than a car with a cage in it. Right. Um, You know, and I'm probably going to flop around a lot more unless I install harnesses or whatever.
2: Correct. Um, yeah.
1: Street cars yeah. are always kind of a compromise. And, you know, you've got a race car. It's got all the kind of flammable bits taken out. Mm-hmm. Um, It's got... You know, it's it's safety gear designed to use on a racetrack. So I I just feel way more safe in the race car, even if it's just DE or whatever.
2: No, no, that makes sense. It's it's purpose built.
0: Yeah. Well, like you said, it's not a compromise. And the other thing too is that like the the behavior of all of the other people around you is much more predictable on a racetrack than it is on the street because you know they're yeah. all just trying to go fast so for the most part you can usually predict <laughs> right what's gonna happen next true
1: and and like horror stories like the rollover accident like i mean that was just like a perfect storm of like it you know it's kind of hard to see the flag station before the hill it's it's a tricky set of corners it's a crest it's you know, a car dying in a place where I couldn't move it anywhere. I couldn't even, right. like, let off the brake and have it roll down the hill at that point. I wasn't sure which direction down the hill it would go, if it would come on into oncoming traffic or if it would go yeah. to... The- it was, like, right at the top. Um, You know, those are so rare. I feel like there's been kind of a, a string of them this year, which is unusual. Um, and I don't know what's going on if there's, like, I don't know. Blame El Nino, whatever. Okay. Um, or,
2: or maybe just better reporting around it and it's more exposed.
1: Yeah, probably. But it, it just seems like the the emphasis, it, all of the, the groups that run, especially like the, the ones that are open to amateurs, right? Lemons is, is really hard on like even putting two off because they know yeah. that they're in the complete track offices, right? Like, mm-hmm. I dig a hole inside turn one with my two other wheels at the local track that I usually go fart around on and, and can hold it just fine. Someone who's like, oh, my gosh, something about the traction changed and, you know, might not know not to overreact to that. Right. That might end poorly, right? So I I feel like they take a lot of those safety issues really, really, really strictly in a lot of the amateur racing groups. Seriously, just just go drive, go drive.
2: (laughs) So, as far as your progression from from person with a car to person that is a racing driver, like talk (laughs) talk me through any fears that you had around that, Or, or, or just how that level of comfort built up for you. (laughs) <laughs> or, or was it even a thought? Was it just like, yes, I'm in. I mean, it
1: was, it was like, yes, I'm in. I'm. I mean, maybe. Who knows? um I was just like, yeah, i got to do this. That sounds awesome.
2: Okay. Okay. And
1: um, so I didn't, I didn't really have to be talked into it a whole lot. It was just kind of like, that sounds neat. I'd like to do that. Okay. Um, so I don't. I'm, I'm not much help here. I'm sorry. No,
2: Ian, Ian's <laughs> nodding at me because you are help. Yeah. yeah. I,
0: and because you're basically yeah. saying the same things that I've been saying to him for yeah. six months now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like it,
1: it's so uh, honestly, the scariest things on a lot of the kind of amateur endurance stuff because I'm guessing you're talking about like a chump car and like yeah. three. Right? Yep. Um, like, I mean, the scariest thing is faster traffic. But if you just learn, like, if you admit like Hey, I haven't done this a whole lot. And kind of look in your mirrors regularly. It's
2: not yeah. That bad.
1: Yeah. Providing your car doesn't die. Right. When your car dies in a weird place, then you're just like looking in your mirrors for death. But yes. um, any other time, it's like, okay, so I know where this person is going to be. And, and take a predictable line. Yep. Like there's some really slow guys that hug one side of the track, and that works for them, and it's a little weird. Um, but in the, the really, really slow, like I brought a Studebaker kind of cars. Um, some of them do that and they they're easy to spot, easy to figure out what they're doing. Others just stick to the racing line. like I usually do that with a Porsche because it's it's always the overtaking cars, responsibility to do it cleanly. right. Um, and you know, sometimes if I see somebody back there that's just a knob, I might give them a little more room. <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. No. I. I see that. Yeah.
1: But you know, as long as you're, as long as you're predictable, and as long as you're, you know, don't get out there and panic. If you panic, come back in. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe one of your teammates and slap you around or throw water on you or something. I don't know, but um. Hmm. It, it's so not that scary.
2: Yeah. 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 I. I think I might have it made out to be more in my head than it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i i mean i i do some scary stuff i like i do a i i'm a cyclist i do this group ride where we are mm-hmm. you know just like inches from each other's wheels at like twenty six miles an hour you know sometimes yeah, sometimes thirty yeah and nothing between us and the ground but lycra and uh, <laughs> you know um, scary yeah yeah <laughs> i i've had some yeah um yeah so i i Ian and I were talking about this a little bit before as well like putting it in perspective. And and I really appreciate your approach on it. I I do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and like the most of the really fast guys that seem kind of scary are also pretty predictable. They're usually the guys that have been doing this a very long time. So Yeah. So not like not scary at all.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, the, I think one thing that really made a big impression on me seeing my first Lemons race um, was seeing that the speed at which most of the cars traveled was far less than what you and I typically see on a track day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. they beaters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean,
1: huh. it's part of Part by design, especially lemons where they kind of discourage people from just buying a Miata or an E30 or an E30 or a 944. You know. <laughs> yeah,
2: tra- trailing out there. Yeah. Come on. Come on back.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 But, you know, they, they kind of discourage people from bringing racy cars. I mean, you can. I mean, yeah. that's, that's a really cost effective way to get into it is like, oh, hey, somebody I know discarded a Miata and we can go run it. And and go have fun with it and turn laps all day and it's great. Yeah. But um, they 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 really like to see like if you're going to bring a Porsche, bring a nine fourteen because that's going to work out well.
2: <laughs>
0: right. Right.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know something something a little less fast, a little more something that doesn't belong in a racetrack. Yeah. So I think. Yeah, the, the speeds, and even then, like, the examples that are brought to, like, a, a beater race are beaters. Like, my 944 is nowhere near a spec car. It's kind of bouncy. It's dope. J- just no. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad. Okay. Um, fun, but but not that great.
2: Yeah. Mechanically,
1: okay. and, well... Yeah, not that great (laughs) it's it's not a super racy example is what i'm saying okay (laughs) um there's there's a long list of things i want to do to it before august that's creeping up on me and i'm just like this is why i can't sleep at night yay
2: yeah yeah the crushing weight of the impending of the things that need to be done yeah
1: yeah. It's, huh. it's good I have a deadline, though, because if I don't have deadlines for things, they just tend to go off.
0: So weird. so what are you running in August?
1: Uh, Chump Car is doing Coda, so... Oh, that's awesome. I have to. It's in my backyard. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do the WRL race that was there, but it was right after Barber, and I had the yeah. opportunity to race the Nash, and I was like, well, this is cool. It's going to be passed from team to team to team. Okay. Ended up taking that and was like, Yeah, that's that's kinda of my goof around money for a while. Yeah. And okay. then missed out on Coda, so which turned out all right. Well maybe maybe that was for the best. I couldn't have done it anyway. <laughs>
2: right, on. right, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's so I mean you know, we've talked about some dark stuff. Let, let's talk about let's talk about like the the stuff that really keeps you coming back to to racing. Like give us some of those like really happy places or those super fond memories of of moments that in in a race car or during a race that you just that you absolutely consider <laughs> treasures as, you know, as memories go.
1: I mean, finally getting it right always feels really really good. Okay. Um, you know, even if it's just like tracking the car, there was a time trial you know when i i do some like yoga on the side to kind of keep in shape yeah and, you know not wad up into a giant ball of pain
2: uh-huh. um,
1: and and when they're like find a happy place or whatever i always come back to just you know the times where i can toss my my daily driver through turn one at at Paris Hill, the, the track that's the other track that's close by um, just just toss it through there flat and you know, chuck it through turn two and three if, when I can finally get that right because it's always like you're, you're hauling it through turn one and then you have a very short short space where you can straighten it out and like hit the brakes and go into the next turn and if I get that right, I'm I'm usually just like feeling really nice through the rest of the day. Okay. This it's just something that like makes you smile because it's like it's it's hard to get things right or or when I figure out something that I need to be doing like you know I, I finally went and did a track day like with an instructor. I was like no 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 I need an instructor. Okay. You know. D- don't don't look at the title on the website. I haven't been doing this very long. I, I get put covering races more than I get to go actually do races. You know, I, I don't even have, like, a regular racing license. Um, But, it, so I went and did a track day for the first time ever at MSR Houston, which I'd been racing in lemons forever. I did it with a 944, and I was just like, I'm hauling so much more speed with this. I was just like... So the the car ate a wheel bearing and they were like, nah, you can't go out in the session because we're afraid your wheel is going to fall off. Okay. okay, Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, And I, like an idiot, didn't bring a spare bearing. So, but I was just, I was happy. Like, I was like, nah, nah, I got my money's worth. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I finally figured out how to do this a a bit better. So.
2: That's the happy place.
1: That that's that's the happy place. Okay. That and we won organizer's choice once with a car that looked like a puffle lump. Okay. That that that's that's up there on like life achievements.
2: Like,
0: yeah.
2: You know. That's awesome. It yeah, all I, comes back to puffle
0: I, I like what you what you're saying though. Like I I agree that that I that feeling that like you've unlocked a corner, like mm-hmm. like you figured out that level. Uh, that's that is awesome. That's such a great feeling.
1: It's just, I mean, maybe it's because school always came fairly easy to me. I got kind of like tired of it in college. I was just like bored. It, it was almost like an office space moment in the middle of college. Um, I'm just like, I, I, this sucks.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> but I, I finally found something that's a challenge that I suck at. And then I can get better at, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I I, I feel that too, because it's, it's, it's the one time where like you, or for me anyway, where I can, I have to have a hundred percent focus and Mm -hmm. I can't be thinking about anything else. I can't be distracted. And there's immediate consequences to, to either me doing well or doing poorly. And, uh, and that's really kind of gratifying in a way, even yeah. even when you get it wrong. Sometimes it's gratifying.
1: Oh yeah, if you get it wrong and save it, you're just like, <laughs>
2: right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: pretty
0: great. Huh? I like that. I like that. That's great. So I want to talk about um, some of the the races that have been around to to watch. Uh, Recently, and this is where Dave mm-hmm. uh, goes under the table and falls asleep because he didn't. Wa- he doesn't really watch racing. But,
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. But I'm both- sorry. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm a goldfish. I have a short attention span. <laughs> both. Both. <laughs> Indy- <Are you? laughs> both. Indy and Lamar had like crazy finishes this year. Um, so, what's your you know, how do you uh, – I know you, you, you're you probably, like, especially that indie weekend and and probably for mm-hmm. Lamont too, you're bouncing back and forth between lots of different races uh, mm-hmm. that you're keeping track of. You know, what's your uh, strategy living in the States with limited resources to uh, actually watch stuff?
1: So, um, sometimes there are multiple screens involved. Right. <laughs> sometimes um, – I'll ask other staff members for backup of like, Hey, can you keep an eye on this? Cause one of the, the upsides, I guess for writing, uh, to more of a general audience is we don't have to get every detail. We don't have to get race reports. You know, everybody has their source for recaps and, you know, kind of the, the nitty gritty, um, really, really kind of detailed people who follow a series are going to need to know da, 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 da. Right. Um, we just kind of we, we cover the more fascinating stuff to like people who aren't already invested in that world and that was kind of something that we wanted to do from the get go we, we wanted to be less of a, a recap and, and whatever results resource and more of a holy crap did you see this thing
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like important stuff like Vettel not hitting the seagulls. (laughs) Dave, did you see that? I
2: I didn't, but I'm glad you're talking about this because this is something that it does catch my eye on Jalopnik and on Black Flag, you know, from time to time because, Mm -hmm. you know, I I don't need those recaps. But like when I see like crazy stuff happen, you know, I I like to watch those videos. Yeah. Yeah. I I appreciate that perspective.
1: Yeah. And so it's like. It, the kind of interesting stuff that maybe the the more cut and dry outlets wouldn't cover or wouldn't find interesting or relevant, um, you know, stuff like. Um, now I'm getting really tired. Well, okay, <laughs> so another
0: another really good Vettel one that you guys did a story on.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the the other good Vettel one that you guys did a story on very recently was uh, him at the press conference asking how Lamar turned out, which is fantastic.
1: (laughs) Stuff like that. And like, I really like being at Jalopnik because we can take opinions that other places might not print or might, you know, be like, well, this would jeopardize our credentials. Well, F one doesn't give us credentials anyway. So, um, (laughs) you know, things like pointing out that, Maybe Azerbaijan has a bit of a human rights issue.
0: Yes. Right. Maybe,
1: maybe. You know, obviously, I'm not going to be sent out there for that. I'm not really risking a whole lot from afar. But I, I dare say I probably would not get entry to that country, yet, given our large amount of coverage of. Like, like really this, this raises everything that's wrong with F1.
0: Yeah, no. And I, we, this is something we've actually talked about on the podcast before in a, in a couple of different ways. Like, um, I'm glad that you guys do that. And I'm glad that you give, uh, you kind of give, uh, Bernie no quarter either because yeah. that <laughs> motherfucker deserves, <laughs> deserves it with both barrels for sure. He's, he's a terrible little human being. Um who just says awful things. Just terrible. Um, he, I mean,
1: he has no filter and and
0: But it, it's the, the filter isn't the problem, it's the source material. <laughs> like <Yeah.
2: laughs> if this, he filtered he just true.
0: nothing would happen. Nothing would come out of his mouth. <laughs> it's just yeah. he opens his mouth and it's a dial tone. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: That's a better way of putting it now that I think of it. And I'm like, yeah, because I, I know people who have no filter who I like. Like right. can you reckon it?
2: more yeah yes
1: yes is is i i feel like both ferrari teammates have gotten this just like i don't care wonderful attitude that motorsport needs more of
0: yes like like more of that yeah less
1: like you know thank your sponsor rundowns i mean yes thank them for giving you money that's that's always a good thing but you know say more than that in a press conference (laughs) yeah i don't know say something interesting yeah yeah Rem the other guys like uh, more of that
0: yes yeah I, I agree uh button's gotten really good with that too lately button and alonzo both with uh they're kind of what? like saying saying honda sucks without saying honda sucks has been kind of fun <laughs> to watch
1: <laughs> oh i just i feel so bad for those guys because it's like everybody thought that was going to be like the team that they had more development time, and it turns out building a Formula One engine is a bit harder than it looks.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: that's that's interesting.
0: Yeah. So getting back to getting back to to kind of the example of F one and Azerbaijan, um, <laughs> you know, you guys you guys do uh, a good job of, of pointing out when when F one is is fucking up, which is often. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that You know, I I feel like, um, uh, you know, like the Bahrain incident a couple of years ago when they when they had the the race there right during the Arab Spring, um, all of those sorts of things. And the most of the coverage of F1 completely ignores all that stuff. Like like there's no larger context of the world that F1 takes place in, like F1 is its own thing unto itself and nothing else matters. Is that, do you think that's something that is pervasive in all of kind of automotive journalism? Uh, Is that something that you would Hmm. like to see changed or?
1: Well, so I know, I know a lot of automotive journalists. There's a lot of stuff that kind of reads like thinly veiled advertorial out there. A lot of stuff that maybe, a little nicer than it should be in, in hopes of not taking off a, a advertiser or whatever, mm. and we don't play that game. Um, F1, I, I do feel like they definitely don't pay attention to the world around them. Yeah. I, I think the big manufacturers and things, that the people that have more of a retail side that isn't like race to race to race to race to race and and can't float on that we're the pinnacle of motorsport you must pay attention to us um on the retail side you know the mercedes and ferrari those guys are a little a little better about paying a bit more attention to hmm, maybe we should tiptoe around the subject lightly or you know what have you um
0: that's a good point. I just it it blows my mind that that no one from Mercedes has ever been like hey uh Bernie, maybe maybe don't open-mouth kiss Putin every time <laughs> you go to Russia. Like <laughs> let's let's take it down a notch, huh? Maybe <laughs> maybe tell maybe say something about, you know, who built this track in Dubai or uh, you yeah. know, all these all these things that just go kind of unchecked. Uh, by the other by the manufacturers it's kind of a weird power structure uh, in f1 uh, yeah. especially
1: and and i i don't entirely understand that but you know i i feel like it's definitely kind of a motorsport specific issue um i don't see as much of it on the, like the regular automotive journalism side of like companies actively doing business with countries that are a bit totalitarian
0: (laughs) right right
1: How and it's it is weird how everyone just kind of tolerates it
0: well yeah i mean a good a good contrast actually would be the vw scandal right i mean they that sort of story in motorsports would be like oh they got away with it for that long wow Mm, yep exactly exactly good
1: good cheating guys good cheating
0: right Yeah. yeah And, and not only that, I mean, they, they made the world a measurably worse place to live. <laughs> like, and, that's, and that's what most, that's what a lot of, you know, the people that, that F1 is cozy with do as well. They make the world measurably worse and yeah. nobody says anything about it ever. Besides, thank you for the money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Thanks for having us, Dubai and Azerbaijan and all these yeah. other places. Yeah.
1: Back, Bernie even said something to that effect of, you know, well, it's it's not our position to be, you know, kind of a judge of, of the different countries. And I was like, Well, you also have to ensure the safety of your racers and their teams
0: and, and your fans.
1: And your fans. Yep. Oh, you also have to, I don't know, maybe not support a regime that is going to handpick journalists who can come and, and ones you they might put in jail because they said something a bit off and happened to live in that advise yeah or know.
0: or you know not build your cities with slave labor that that one that was yeah. pretty good too
1: this is like uh gosh is it is it cutter that that had the really big issue a while back with the, oh, the with... being you know laborers coming in from asia and not getting paid
0: yeah i believe i believe you're right i, I believe think it was cutter yeah
1: um but I just, I'm like, why are, why is this a thing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It,
2: that, it doesn't have to be a thing. Right. Yeah.
1: There, there are plenty of existing countries with a long standing history with Formula One who might, I don't know, have better ticket sales if the show was a little better or, you know, if tickets weren't exorbitantly expensive. You know, I, I kind of like that COTA this year decided tickets should be a little more reasonable Mm -hmm. i think i think the tickets were didn't they didn't go up this year i I know that much i I know i wrote about this was back in february (laughs) (laughs) so i i don't remember the particulars but i know it was you know not a significant increase like a lot of years it seems to be um, but but things like that, the just kind of the little things that keep people away. Raising maybe raising the uh, sanctioning body fee every year is not a good plan.
0: Right, right. You know, yeah.
1: Especially when the product has been a lot less interesting than what the WEC or NASCAR or any any of the other big series has been putting out. Yeah. Fix the product, like fix the
0: product. Yeah, fix those front wings, people. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Let the cars follow each other, and maybe the racing will be better. That's a shocking idea. Yeah um, so Dave is uh, about to fall asleep. No, I'm not <laughs> I
2: am not um if If you were given just the opportunity to to pick one like uh one genre of racing to watch for oh, a God. day, um you know uh what what would you consider your favorite? What would you uh, want to just watch for that one uh one day?
1: endurance stuff okay like especially if you're there in person like okay even if it's a six-hour race you've got six hours to walk around and and go look at all the different corners see all the different vantage points you know see how the different cars are taking what lines see who's over braking for turn 19 Uh uh-huh um you know and and just you, you have all this opportunity to walk around and really See the race, whereas you know some of the the more sprint formats or even even Formula One, you, I kind of feel like I need to be parked in one seat because the race is going to end fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, World Challenge, I think I, I love the cars in it, but it's definitely like a made for TV kind of race because it, it's so short. Like I feel like I I can walk maybe two turns and then the race is over, and I'm like. I wanted to watch this. What's going on? Why are, why are the races so short? Okay. So it would definitely be the endurance stuff. Um, yeah. And and you get to see all the different kinds of cars. There's a good mix in most of those series. Um, so it's a good thing that they have a race that's a day long. because yeah. that's, that's the perfect answer.
2: Okay. I like that. I like that. No, <laughs> yeah. I had a great time watching and, and crewing on the endurance race. I I loved it. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, it's great. Uh, There's no sense of urgency that you're going to um, not be able to see everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I like that. Yeah, and with races like that, I mean, like, the pits are very accessible. Like, you can just walk around and and talk to people and and have that open access. And, you know, yeah, I find that appealing. I really like that.
1: Even the professional ones, you can usually, like, walk up, like, right up to people's garages. They might be cordoned off, like like the Tends to kind of shut the back of the garage and kind of rope off the front, so nobody really, really gets in their space. But you know, even then, like you, you don't get to do that with F one. It's like a walled off city oh, yeah. behind the garage in the entire paddock area.
2: Yeah. Huh. Uh, uh, what do, What do you say we play some F M K cars?
0: Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it.
2: Okay. All right. I'm going to go ahead and explain it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> So, it is, it is that classic game, Fuck, Mary Kill. Uh, in case you couldn't tell, Steph, uh, profanity is allowed on our podcast. We have been tagged explicit in iTunes since day one. Um, Yay! Yeah. Uh, so, let's see here. We're, uh, we're going to give you three cars, and you get to choose FMK uh, for, for those cars. So, in this context, F means you get to drive it for a day. You get to hit it and quit it. Hmm. Uh, M, Mary... Uh, means it is your daily driver, warts and all. Um, you have to deal with whatever, you know, that car throws at you on a daily basis. Oh, boy. And then K, kill, means you just send it to the crusher immediately, right? Oh, yep. okay. So we're going to go ahead and give you three cars um, and you just FMK. And I, I, uh, sometimes they <laughs> have a catch, like maybe there's a cassette jammed in the, in the tape deck or something like that to kind of uh, try to even things out or throw a little twist on it. So I have a I have a pretty straight up, uh, for a straightforward one that I'll give you first, alright? Okay. So, first up, we have it's going to be, I haven't even thought of a title for it yet, but it's going to be a car and a race that you get to participate in with that car, right? Oh, okay. So, first up, we have a Mitsubishi Mirage, <laughs> alright? And the type of racing that you get to do with your beloved Mirage is you get to autocross it.
1: Oh. Okay?
2: Okay. So, then,
1: Short but sweet. Yep. Yeah. So,
2: so then next we have a Morgan Three-Wheeler. And you get to do the Pike's Peak Hill Climb. <laughs> and also probably wet yourself quite a bit uh, during the Pike's Peak Hill Climb. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh. Oh my god, that would be so hilarious. And yeah. terrifying.
1: Who the heck would you cage that? Like...
2: Uh, yeah, it would look like a Faraday cage. Like it would it, just be this giant, yeah, like big exoskeleton. Or you,
1: you hear it as a motorcycle, and I guess wear all the gear. I don't know. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's it. You, you yeah, that. you cage yourself. Yeah,
1: you cage yourself.
2: And yeah. then, and then lastly, a nice plush Mercedes Benz S five hundred. But uh-huh. you get to rally cross that mofo. Yes. Oh heck, yeah, yeah. So, yes. so what would you do for a day? What would you marry? And what would you kill?
1: All right, I think a day of um, mirage the autocross okay
2: obviously.
1: um mary i think cuz it's so much fun to drive a slow ridiculous car as fast as you can the mercedes okay hands down let's let's have a rally cross mercedes
2: and, and um, you could just listen to classical music while you were going through yes. the course yeah
1: Yes, it would be the classiest, dirtiest thing ever, and it
2: would be wonderful. There's some beauty to that, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, kill, I'm, I'm sadly going to have to say the three-wheeler because I don't want to die.
2: <laughs>
1: it's just, it's, it's you of, were it, I don't want to huh? die.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think you've made the right call for yourself
0: and, and for the future uh, you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well done. Well done. Okay. But yeah, you get the idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Okay. So I'm going to go next. Uh this one is also just straight up no no catches. R- real quick, Ian, how would you answer that because I would answer the exact same way.
2: Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah.
0: okay. Actually no, no no. I would I, I would, for a day, do the Morgan. Okay. And I would marry the, the S-Class. I would be afraid to take the Morgan out of first gear. <laughs> just,
2: just, <laughs> <lock>. just the <laughs> RPMs like, yeah! <laughs> like, but that's okay. It was like a blast,
1: but, like, five feet. No, no. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Have you driven a Morgan three-wheeler? No, I haven't. Oh, yeah. I, I'm There's six... even
1: one in town. I, I, I'm really, like, curious, but I have no idea even how to, mm. like... It's not really a car that you can take people with you, is it? Well, no, it's it's got a second
2: seat. We, we need we need a, a Jalopnik team, clear Coat team up. I'm six foot four. I need to get wedged into a Morgan three wheeler.
0: So there, there's yes, actually a, there's a great video online of uh, of Matt Farah and Alex Roy wedged into a Morgan three wheeler together. Yeah, yeah. And That's <laughs> that's pretty hilarious. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh gosh, one of my one of my larger friends has a. Do you know what a Birkin is? It's it's like a Lotus 7. Kick.
2: Oh wow. Okay. Like, okay. It okay. yeah.
1: yeah, basically an, an updated 7. One of my bigger friends is is the owner. I rode around and track with him and I was like I'm glad you're not like smelly or you know i, I don't have any <laughs> versions
2: of you in my personal space Be, because that personal I'm bubble glad we're was
1: friends. i'm glad we're friends
2: yeah that, that Venn <laughs> diagram of your two the personal space between you was just one solid circle it, it
1: was just one like yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. that's awesome <laughs> okay so this one is a is a, a lemons themed themed fmk this really? one's yeah this one's called I'm affluent as fuck. These are the last three 24 Hours of Lemons Index of Affluency winners. Okay. Uh, So for anyone who doesn't know, the Index of Affluency is a a prize that they award. uh, And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the the explanation is uh, it's a car that on the street you would say is completely unreliable and yet somehow managed to race in an endurance race successfully.
1: Yeah it's something that has no business being on a racetrack but the, the, the team kind of embodies what lemons is about which is right. you know having some fun with it often there's a theme involved often they just have a good attitude okay it, 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 it's the most lemony team
2: nice nice most what limited. I
1: wanted to win so bad with that Nash you have no idea <laughs> yeah
2: yeah for real and
1: The point of that was like this is IOE babe we're, we're yeah yeah and I have not won IOE yet I'm kind of
0: yeah. Yet. Yet is the key word in that sense. <laughs> yeah, I like Yet. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the last three were uh, 1981 Toyota Celica with a truck motor swap.
2: Wow. So I had a Toyota
0: <laughs> truck motor in it. That makes sense. A 1986 Yugo. Ooh. Ooh. And a 1973
1: Citroën SM. <gasps> oh, I know the SM team too. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> We'll we we'll marry the SM. I like I like yeah. the three pedal guys. Those yeah. guys were I raced with them when they had a uh, semi offensive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do. Um, springtime for Hitler was our theme yes. straight out of the producers. Gotcha.
0: So, yeah.
1: So I was on the Springtime for Hitler slash the producers the, the,
2: the producers yeah team. i like that asterisk yeah. that you're throwing on there yep yep,
1: <laughs> yep. let's marry the sm those okay. guys are a lot of fun to run with um good team ridiculous car um hit it i think i do the so well what truck motor was it was it was it diesel or gas
0: i believe it was a gas motor um oh. i believe it was like one of the like uh, four cylinders out of like the old toyota trucks
1: yeah, like the small, the little not, small
0: trucks. Yeah, so probably point four
2: liters or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's not as interesting as the Yugo. I'm gonna have to, you know, f the Yugo.
0: Yeah. That's,
1: and I, I think unfortunately the Celica is meeting its demise.
0: I think you've chosen well. Yeah, you've chosen well. Yeah.
2: yeah, I do like the way those old Celicas look, but um, tooling around in a Yugo for a day—that's the way you go. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It's so much more obscure, like, right? Like I, I just feel like it, it got from like French weird, which is always good weird. Uh-huh. And and you know, um, communist block weird. Like <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I, I keep I've made kind of a running gag out of saying legalize Trabant on okay. every conceivable lemons related thread on the internet because I, I wanted to bring a Trabant. Like I was gonna, I was it was gonna be another bunny. I was gonna have a Peter Cottail theme. Yes, adorable. Because you know the, the uh-huh. Trabant is that cotton composite body car. Yeah, I, I really wanted a Trabant. I was like, they, they rallied Trabant, Surely this would be okay at limits. Well, no, it doesn't have a long enough wheelbase. Oh, we we wow. even found one in San Antonio for sale. A Trabant Combi too. It was it was the wagon, and no.
2: Huh. Bomber.
0: Yeah. Not huh.
1: not long enough. Jay said it was a death trap.
2: Oh.
0: Uh, well, I mean, right. He, he's right. He's, yeah. Really? <laughs> those things are terrible. <laughs> and they're all two cycle, right?
1: Yeah. They're awful.
0: A- and so Ian. Well, I mean, how would you even I mean, you'd have to show up with so much g- <laughs> so much gas. <laughs> like oh, you would run see, through a tank it's of gas and forever. <laughs> Uh, that's the point. Yeah, your yeah. stints would be like twenty minutes long. What I'm saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you'd be doing them in a trabant. You would be this like tra- this. This drove over the Berlin Wall.
0: Yeah. Part. Yeah. Your theme could just be a bread line. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. It, it would be the same effect that the Yugo would have, where every time it made a lap, people would be like, "God damn, that thing made another lap," and people yeah. would just look on in awe.
1: <laughs> every everyone would smile at it going around. You know, right? it, it's been long enough that the Trabant has kind of got this like nostalgia around it, apparently, which I love and hate because it's making them expensive.
2: Yeah, mm.
1: but. Yeah. Jay J- J- probably is actually looking out for her own well being.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I want one so bad.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll stand up the Kickstarter page. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Make
0: Trabant. Uh, let's just do a. <laughs> just, you just need to organize a spec Trabant racing series. Racing series. If one
2: is not safe on its own, all of them together will be safe. I think that's how that
0: works. Like, the,
1: the mere threat of getting in an accident in a Trabant, like. Uh, that'll keep people from crashing into each other I that think is, that's, yes that's something yes that,
0: that's true i like dude, it's that. a
1: horrible idea
0: <laughs> <laughs> best horrible idea
2: yeah all right, I, all right. I, I i've got one more for you um so in this one this one's a little odd um you're gonna have to pick from uh well i'm not gonna tell you yet uh i want you to just give me a car any car
1: any
2: car yep any car and for mm-hmm. car folks like us that's always a goddamn difficult question <laughs> I mean
1: a Porsche Cayenne
2: Okay
0: that's an interesting that choice That is a
2: very interesting choice. So in this one what what you're going to be doing is you're going to be picking from three distinct car cultures and those you're going to be in this car culture and <laughs> and you uh, your car is going to be outfitted to match this aspect of car culture. Okay. All right. So first, first up,
1: I picked wisely.
2: Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I need
1: a tow vehicle. That's why Cayenne. <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. So the first uh, genre that you're going to be picking from is a bro truck. So with your Cayenne, yes. with your Cayenne, <laughs> we're going to be ripping out its engine, putting in a giant turbo diesel, and it's going to be lifted. Uh, originally we had you rolling coal, but it was too easy to kill those douchebags. So yeah, yeah, but you're not going to have to roll coal, but you have a giant lifted broed out cayenne truck nuts are optional. Should you want them?
1: Please truck nuts. Okay. All right. Okay.
2: We'll go, we'll go truck nuts and, uh, the lady shall have truck nuts. All right. Noted. All right. Um, and so then, uh, up next you have a stance bro, hella flush cayenne mm-hmm. sweet so, so it's going to be bagged it's going to be low it's going to be stanced and you're going right. to go through tires
0: like every four minutes i need to
2: google <laughs> I need
0: to google stance <laughs> no ian do does that exist tell yeah, me of it course exists. it Dude,
1: does please tell me it exists it,
2: it I want has it be to. At. it's the rule of the internet yeah if, oh oh it exists if you can and think they, of it someone's
0: done it it's almost it's as terrible as you think <laughs> have you seen oh sorry God. sorry to so, sorry to, to to completely derail everyone but the uh, we talked about this on the show before. I think it was last year's Geneva show when Mansory had the Cayennes that uh-huh. they brought. Have you seen those?
1: Oh, they're horrible. <laughs> we, well, I just I just Google image search the Stance Porsche Cayenne yeah. as well. And yeah. it does exist. Yeah,
0: you know? yeah, there's <laughs> a ton of them.
1: <laughs> they they kind of look like you know, um, well, except lower and more ridiculous, but like. Lowered Foresters,
0: yeah, yeah, uh huh,
1: like kind of yeah. look good,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: because they're just like fat wagons.
0: Yeah, this looks like um like fat a wagon. it, it kind of I'm I'm looking at one, it's a black one, uh, and it's like a rear three quarter view, and it almost looks like a B five RS four, but like you know how like Val Kilmer looks now compared <laughs> to how it yeah. used to look, <laughs> that's kind of how what it looks like. It looks like an, a a B five RS four just went on a big chicken wing bender, <laughs> and then showed back up as like Fat Axel Rose, <laughs> the, the Steven Seagal of <laughs> yeah, exactly drops drop for
2: utility vehicles. Yeah. Okay.
1: They, like I don't know, lowered Foresters are actually functional though. Like they they unless you lower them all the way.
0: Right. Right. This does not look functional. No. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. yeah, we're in we're in Colorado, <laughs> we're surrounded by lower Lowered Foresters, and some of them are extremely well done and very cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. So so, so you've you've got your
2: diesel cayenne, you've got your yeah. your bro truck diesel cayenne, you have your hella flush stance cayenne, oh. and then and then lastly, <laughs> you're uh-huh. going to have a donk cayenne. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be up. You can wrap it with whatever crazy theme wrap or paint job you want. And yes, Ian's smiling because I'm it sure exists. a donk cayenne is a thing. It exists. <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh. So um, I have a soft spot for donks. Everyone
2: I, okay. should. Everyone should.
1: I, I say that's, that's the F
2: okay no. okay this this in, podcast in is anything, dog friendly
1: the appropriate rems i I think that would be
2: hilarious right <laughs> everyone who sees it would smile yes who are you to not bring joy into the world given the opportunity
1: yes i well, I think that's that's the one, and it's still got you know proper height clearance in case it's got more than more than enough proper height clearance because you know it's presumably on thirties
2: yeah. Oh yeah, um, Mary's great?
1: definitely the bro truck.
2: Yeah, okay, <laughs> nice. all right,
1: absolutely. I, I, I would love like an off-road Cayenne done really well, like like the Cayenne Trans Siberia. Okay, that
0: would be yeah. great. Okay, okay, I like that. I, I think you've done well. I I really <laughs> do like the like kind of pi- poetic justice na- nature of donking a Porsche as well because so donks great. yeah because donks are so, are just they're only about like doing this for the lulls right and, <laughs> and lulls the word lulls has never been uttered in any. Porsche facility ever.
1: Well, <laughs> have you seen my Porsche? <laughs> I,
0: that is not a sanctioned Porsche product. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing that would be equally as horrific to the Porsche Owners Club if you rolled up. Like, imagine rolling up to a Porsche Owners Club in a donked Porsche. That would just be the greatest.
1: I, mean, I joined PCA yeah. with my linen and they they think it's cool. So oh, that's cool. Uh, okay. That's okay. good. I, I, I think they're more accepting than people give them credit for. They just they just want to know that you're enjoying your car,
2: right? Huh? Um, yeah. A, a, a donked Cayenne is the closest thing I've ever seen to actually to something that actually looks like a Hot Wheels car in yeah. real life. That's what it looks Pretty like.
1: Sweet. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's cool. That was awesome. But
1: yeah, I, I I can't have a Cayenne that can't clear a speed bump. I yeah, think I have to go.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> All right. All right. So I, I have one last one for you. This one also has a catch. So this uh-huh. one's called a Royale with cheese. <laughs> these are cars of Le Mans with a catch. So these are uh, race, famous race cars uh, from Le Mans past. Okay. So the first one, Ford GT40 Mark Two. So yes. the catch with this is that for the entire time that you own this car, mm-hmm. um, you must do a Lamas start every time yes. you drive it. In which, by which I mean, a man appears with a starter's pistol. You take a <laughs> sprinter stance several yards away, and then when, and then there's a countdown, very loud countdown. So you're doing this in public, and then you sprint to the car when the starter pistol goes off. So like you're getting a speeding ticket, or you're, and you're getting a, a parking ticket, and. The guy with the starter gun shows up, and then you have to wait for the countdown before you can zoom off. Before the uh, meter maid gets you. All right, so that's that's. Uh,
1: yeah. Um,
0: so that's that's scenario. <laughs> one of my
1: readers is going to hate me for my answer on this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they they the catches when I do them typically get worse. So <laughs> yeah, brace so hang, yourself. Hang brace in yourself.
1: there. Uh, okay. okay.
0: Okay. So the second one. Jaguar XJ220, uh, obviously the Lamar version. Neat. Lamar cars are required to have a second seat. Mm-hmm. Your second seat will be occupied by a rotating cast of YouTube commenters who will be comment- commentating on your driving. <laughs> <laughs> As if they were why would riding you, on YouTube.
2: Why would you ruin a perfectly good Jag XJ? Well, party?
0: you know, that's how... It's a cool car, so it's got to have a little catch mm, to oh it. Boy. Right? <laughs> oh,
2: boy. Uh, oh, oh
1: people God. that need to be punched in the groin.
2: Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Con, G- concur. Given that, what is what is the third? All right. So the third one, McLaren F1 uh, Lama. <laughs> you will speak in a horrendously fake French accent, <laughs> like Peter Sell- Sellers in the Pink Panther movies. And... Further, you will also attempt to order frog legs at every restaurant and act incredulous when they are not an option, regardless of how inappropriate this is for the given establishment. So at Denny's, you are going to like throw coffee at the waiter. You don't have frog legs, but in a ridiculous French accent. <laughs> but you get a McLaren F1. But you, but you, but you, you get, get a McLaren, McLaren F1. F1. Yeah. yeah.
1: Still, um, hmm. I, I think that's the easy merry one because I have no shame and frog legs are delicious.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I look guess. forward to you trying to order frog legs at a Wendy's drive-thru. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or,
1: there's some very good vegan restaurants here in town. I'm sure they'll love that real quick. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think it's, I think I would live with the F1. Okay. Um, the other two. So...
0: What what was the first one again? Ian? The first GT40 first. with the Le Mans start. That's right.
1: I I think it would have to to, to kill the the YouTube commenters on principle. Like there's yeah. no no one should be subjected to that. Yeah. Um, and you know, have a fling with the 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 Ford.
0: I like it. Yeah.
1: I, I could do that once, and then I'd get tired of it.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That's accurate. Yeah, there, there. That's one of those ones like we've done catches in the past where, like, it would be really awkward sometimes. Like if you were, you know, driving away from a grandparent's funeral, and then a man with a starter pistol comes out, <laughs> and you have to you have to sprint to your car from your grandparent's funeral. That would be a bad situation, for instance.
1: Be very bad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my
2: God. Yes. Oh, Ian!
0: it's got to go dark. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I like it. I I think you I think you actually won, Steph. Though I I yeah, I think you made good. the right call. That was good. Yeah. 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 So so let's uh let's talk about uh, where people can find you online. Let's uh talk about where to point people to read your articles and all that great stuff.
1: So Jalopnik dot com is the site that I write for. Um, Black Flag is the motorsport site that i tend to write for the most um and that's basically it okay Um, for my sanity's sake i haven't done a whole lot of stuff on the side recently um i like to sleep i (laughs) go race cars okay um yeah
2: awesome awesome (laughs) and and your next upcoming race is what
1: uh chump car at coda okay so, I've got that coming up August 5th and 6th. Awesome. Trying to put, put together the Porsche lump for that. Back in a Porsche. Okay. Porsches are not shaped like giant sausages. <laughs> they won't do me. Yeah. Hopefully, no. they don't cu- catch on fire. But,
2: um,
1: <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah.
2: Nice. Nice. They're
1: good cars. Nice. I miss my Porsche. I've missed driving my Porsche. Like, that, that's the worst thing, is like oh I have to sit out but I own a race car and it's there and no one's driving it and no one's driving it and I put in a smaller seat because it's my car and no one can fit in it to go drive it except for like two people
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ian I found a racing team for you to join yeah yeah I have a I have a chronic problem because I'm a man of shorter stature let's say and I can't see out of the race cars that I've tried to drive so far uh, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of pillows that happen. <laughs> Wait, how short? I'm I'm five eight. Like I'm not not that's crazy short. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when all of your teammates apparently are over six feet, like yeah. then you know that's what you have to deal with. So.
1: <laughs> oh man, the best thing. I'm five four, and one of my teammates is five four. So I actually like a couple times that I've gone racing, I've not had to move the seat. Nice. It's it's the the best thing in the world <laughs> that never yeah. happens ever ever ever. <laughs> ever.
0: Yeah, my my cousin is six four, so we were sharing a, a race car, and it was yeah, no. driver changes were kind of a pain in the ass, as you can imagine.
1: Yeah, I really part of me wants to put together like team five foot
2: four. <laughs> oh, that's a great get, idea
1: Get a bunch of people that are roughly the same size Mount the seat in one place And call it a day Yeah, you, know, you, you, could, you like, could
0: you could do like an Oompa Loompa theme
1: Yeah <laughs> Yeah, little people
0: <laughs> Oh my god
1: Well, not not actual little people <laughs> Right, right, little-ish people that, that was terrible um,
0: Smaller small, stature Nobody's Petite. gonna listen to this, you're fine
1: <laughs> Petites There Petite. we go There we go well, so I have a picture of my, so I went and visited Fisher-Price because of course I did. Okay. And they had Little People Lane, like after the, the toys. And I, I was like, oh, so I have a picture of me, like arms full of pufflums with the little people. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That,
2: that is an additional happy place. That's awesome. That is wonderful. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's a pile full of buffalo, so you can't get happier than that.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. It was a lot of fun uh, to talk to you, finally. Um, and uh, good luck with your race in, in August.
1: Yeah, definitely
0: um dave do you want to you want to do some plugs and we'll we'll wrap it up you know what let's do that later let's, all right yeah let's do it later
2: we'll, we'll cut it in post <laughs> i'm all fancy with computers wow <laughs> all
0: right computers yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you again steph we'll talk to you later
1: all right
0: ian
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome talking to Steph. It was awesome talking to Steph. Everybody needs to check out her articles on Jalopnik. She writes some great articles and she's written the the article about uh concussion and what a race car crash does to your brain is is really really well done. It's an amazing article, and it brings up a lot of stuff that people typically don't think about when it comes to just concussions overall. Yeah, um, the uh, throwing out the whole um, terminology around mild, medium, severe—you know—when it comes to uh, uh, diagnosing concussions things mm-hmm. like that uh give it a read it's a mandatory it's mandatory. A, yeah it, seriously yeah it's a great article <laughs> and she's an excellent writer for jalopnik and black flag and everybody needs to read what she does so check out steph's articles on jalopnik and black flag um yeah uh let's see here team clear coat follow us on instagram twitter tumblr facebook team clear coat uh ian is on instagram and twitter And you know what? Like, he likes it when people send him compliments on Twitter.
0: No, he doesn't. Yeah, he he does.
2: He does. Because, and then I'm going to pick a favorite one and give the person who sends it to you $5 Amazon credit. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I've already handed out one code to our buddy in Ontario. So, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, and then let's see here. Um, I am on... Oh, Ian is on those set, social medias, and you should tweet at him and Instagram him. I roll so hard. E-Y-E roll so hard. <laughs> and isn't that great how, like, I goldfish so hard I forgot yep. what, what I was doing in the middle of what I, I was
0: almost doing? I always thought, like, oh, he's going to forget oh, to say, yeah. say my handle. That's, <laughs> that'd be awesome. And then you just quietly stared yep.
2: and not said anything to nope. remind me. Wouldn't have said a damn thing. <sighs> Ian. Ian. <laughs> You're a lovely man, Ian, mm-hmm. and quite dashing. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's wrap See, it up, Severnok. That, that's an, that's an, that is That's a wonderful example for the fans to use. Uh, <laughs> fans, <laughs> listeners, tweet Ian this word for word. <laughs> Ian, your wonderful hair is like the mane of a lion. Your voice has an erotic gobble timber. Oh, God i love you yeah i, I and, love i love you too dave and and tweet that word for word yeah and uh yeah it, the amazon code is pretty much yours yeah if you Steph's do that.
0: parents are going to be so confused when they get to this <laughs> part of the podcast yes yes they will
2: <laughs> yeah I, I think they will easily recognize that she was talking to two idiots the whole time <laughs> because are we ever not us ian how did they get how did she get talked into that <laughs> Right? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think the first word that would probably be associated with this, Well, at least they seem harmless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm on Instagram and Twitter, Nuck Nuck Goose, N U K N U K Goose, and uh, yeah, send us an email with F M K cars. Send us an email just to say hey. Um. Write and review us on iTunes. Tell a friend about the podcast if you like it, and uh, yeah, uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. So um reach out and and say hello so i think that wraps it up buddy i think i think so yeah we done did it good we, job we did done did it